0: Welcome to another podcast episode with me, Pastor Josh and Pastor Matt. Look at you, so consistent. Pastor Matt, how are you doing, sir?
1: I'm well. I'm uh, doing very well today. Thank you for asking. Today? Today. Okay. I, I don't know about tomorrow. I don't know. That was, was that an actual song you wrote? To... Uh,
0: I, I don't know. It was I a feel com- like you were
1: about to improve. It, it was
0: a combination of like, like Neil Young and Bill Gaither. I don't know. It was, okay. I was I was gonna go there. Shout out to Bill Gaither. Shout out. Um, did you ever watch um, Gaither videos growing up? Um, no. Like, and
1: when, I know, and that that sounds shocking coming from <laughs> my lineage and my heritage, yes. but I, I didn't. Um, m- ironically, though, when I was in Bible college, yeah, I did listen to the Gaither Vocal Band. Yeah, yeah. When um, Phelps was the singer.
0: Yeah, they're great singers.
1: Yeah, and Guy
0: Penrod, and, outstanding,
1: and Tegan's uh, crush, Mark Lowry. Yeah. Um, and so we did listen to them a little bit, but no, not growing up. Nope.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, now
1: we did listen to the Imperials.
0: Oh man. I don't even know who these to people the are.
1: trumpet of Jesus. Listen. Now see, you don't even know it. it.
0: It's the, uh, you, well, don't, you don't even know it. I remember there was a, a, a group that traveled through Eastern Ontario called the Beasleys.
1: Oh, yeah. I know the yeah. Beasleys. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, the trumpet. And I remember it was like uh, I fell in love. It, when, when we uh, started going to church as a family, these guys were there, and my parents were, like, very smitten with these people, and so was I. Yeah. We had their cassette tape. Okay. And I just remember it was, like, these this traveling family band. Yeah. And I thought, man. Like one of them played the trumpet. Oh, yeah. He was outstanding.
1: Yeah. We, um, there was a brief period of time, uh, believe it or not, in my family's
0: life. No, stop. Where
1: we would be asked to sing um, at occasions like at churches and stuff. So our family. Pastor's
0: (laughs) kids. I don't even understand. uh, So Carrie growing up, her, her, both grandparents, both grandfathers were pastors. Yeah. And her grandpa, um, one of them, I'm not going to say which one, uh, it had a, like a, a small church beside their trailer. Okay. And they would record TV episodes there. But it got to the point where like nobody was going to the church, but they would put the camera like front front row or just like in the right <laughs> and they would film and carrie would sing to like an empty an empty church oh, but wow. act like there were people yes. there
1: yeah sure well you optics optics <laughs> oh, matter so right?
0: funny i mean like I, I mean in fairness i mean her grandpa did, you know spent a, a lot of his life kind of investing there and yeah. so, so that means a lot but <laughs> yeah i
1: mean the things we we've done i mean uh we could tell stories upon stories of stuff that's happened at church where, I mean, one time my mom in the middle of a worship service was playing the piano, you know, your classic pastor's wife thing is playing the piano. And in the middle of the worship service, she feels she gets a word from the Lord Jesus and gets up off of the piano and walks into the middle of the congregation and like, starts so praying for somebody, but there's nobody on the piano, and it's a small church, so there's literally it, only... this is like, Havelock? This
0: was in Havelock. Oh, my goodness. So
1: I had to hop off the bass, yeah. oh. hop onto the piano to fill in, and I think our friend Matt Moss was playing drums that particular morning. Oh, man. I mean, it was it was all over the place.
0: Mosser. Oh, bombers. Hey. Oh, jump hey. on the drums. Yeah. Doesn't sound like that anymore.
1: No, well... <laughs> It's got a lot going on, that guy. And we all do. Yeah, don't we?
0: We all do. Yeah. We all do. Calm down. Calm down, there, Calm Mr. Down. Compassionate. <laughs> anyway, so last week we talked about uh, prayer. Uh, we talked about the intentionality around prayer, how important it is to not only do, but how Jesus makes it a part of how he really, I guess, like anchors himself is the right word towards God so that he can kind of do his life on a regular basis. So the new cool word. Yeah. Sorry. Rooted. Rooted. That's yeah. the cool
1: word. Oh yeah. Don't you, there's all kinds of little Bible studies and stuff. Um, devotional, like rooted. Oh yeah. 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 get with the times rooted, rooted. Are you rooted? Rooted.
0: Do you have your roots deep? <sighs> Are you a Psalms one man? Do you, do you remember
1: the, the show root or not the show? The, uh, the store roots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we. Um. I I think we should make sweatshirts that say "Rooted," but look like the root sweatshirt.
0: See, that's how ignorant we all are. Do you remember the Geordie LaForge (laughs) movie Roots? Oh. Yeah. It wasn't Geordie LaForge. No, though, it wasn't. Was it Star
1: Trek. was, yeah, you were way off. <laughs>
0: no, no, it's, it's the guy that plays Geordie LaForge. Uh, oh, LeVar Burton? LeVar Burton, yeah. yeah. Uh, reading Rainbow, too, right? Yeah. take <laughs> a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, he was in a movie called Roots about the transatlantic slave trade. So probably not a good, um, good thing to.
1: Also, a great band. Oh my gosh! We could go. We could go oh, all day.
0: The roots are great. Anyway, okay. prayer, prayer rooted. Jesus was rooted, anchored, um, grounded, grounded, in the <laughs> cemented, cemented, uh, in prayer, so that he could actually do his life as a human being. And I thought about this after our conversation on Sunday. If you were God. Almighty, and you had to come be born as a baby. That you know, there were a lot of things going on there, had to go through puberty, like all that other stuff. Like, wouldn't you need prayer to just get through it? Like, he's like, God, seriously, I can't deal with this.
1: I mean, yes, right? That's that. I mean, I, I, we've both walked our kids through the early years of life. Yes. And not only do the parents need prayer, but I'm sure the awkwardness and all the stuff the kids are going through, definitely they needed prayer as well.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. but right. Like if, yeah. if you're going through that, like Jesus has this way of just always finding time to pray. Cause he's like, look, I can't deal with these people. This is insane. I don't even want to know if I, if I want to do this thing, yeah. but it's prayer that really roots him, anchors him, all those words. So mm-hmm. did you have more thoughts about that? Think about more things? Yeah. Well, so what
1: I wanted to kind of go after tonight is, is um, the importance of prayer, but I have a belief Uh-oh. and I can't factually back this up.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: But I'm can fruit. Fully back this up.
0: Okay. What, okay. Okay. Hypothesis. <clears throat> Go.
1: I don't think Christians pray. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, folks. Emails matt at uh, I, southpointchurch.ca. I, Send those over.
1: I, I do, I've done a little bit of research. Okay. Okay. And the average Christian prays less than 10 minutes a day. Okay. Now, in that, I believe if you take out meal times, Mm -hmm. desperation prayers, right, and frustration prayers, which are all prayer, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all part of of our, our communication to God. I I don't think we pray. I don't think we pray that much. Okay. And what boggles my mind and i'm and i'm in this group okay, okay like we okay. we are all in this group yeah not all of us that's i don't want to be a blanket statement don't blanket statement okay? but i don't think we we pray as much as we could and should yeah and i think that is visible in our fruit of our lives
0: okay uh, i see where so, you're going with this
1: you know we you know you have people okay let's let's go with the the extreme not extreme but but the more classic christian group okay they believe in miracles yes they want miracles yeah but they don't see very many miracles right why not cuz oftentimes oh. we only pray for miracles in a desperate moment but are we praying for miracles in the normal in the mundane right okay We want to see financial backing, (laughs) miracles in our life. Yeah. But we only pray for one or two times in the moment. Yep. And the list goes on and on. And, you know, I go back to, okay, so we're in this series called What Would Jesus Do? Right? And we talked about the bracelet. And there was this bracelet that we used to have called Push, right? Pray until something happens. Yep. And I think people give up way too early. In prayer, when they, we live in such an instant gratification society now that if God doesn't deliver almost instantaneously, the prayer for that thing, that miracle, that deliverance, that Mm -hmm. promise, that pick something is completely null and void two or three days later. Now, a quick caveat to that. I also think that 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 also shows a true heart behind our prayers, Mm -hmm. where if we're praying for something one day and then we don't care about it three days later, (laughs) maybe we shouldn't have been praying about it in the first place. Right? Um, But I remember doing, and I was telling you this before we started recording, I remember doing kind of an impromptu survey Mm -hmm. a few years back about how, how much do people pray.
0: Yep.
1: And... I was shocked that the the number of people that prayed for more than 10, 15 minutes a day was lower than 20 percent, yeah, and I got to be real honest with you. I think some people felt compelled to tell me they did pray for longer than they did, yeah, because they're Christians, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to look like a bad Christian.
0: Yes okay, so'm I'm, so I'm tracking with you. Um, okay. So let's, let's get the, why do miracles not happen now when people pray for them, but they don't happen. Um, so I think it all relates back to prayer and here's, here's why, because we said on the weekend too, that ultimately like prayer is about, it's it's not about you, um, you know, just getting some kind of vending machine reality out of it. Like, it's about relationship. And so when you're in those moments, those moments should really change you. Like, they they really should because you're spending time with God. So the longer you spend with him, talking to him, the more, I think, ultimately, you do kind of catch his heart about stuff, Mm -hmm. which is fair. So when people go off about, "Mm, like, I prayed, but it didn't happen, Maybe it's just because you're really not praying for the things that God actually cares about. One, and and in track with me here. I think we think that God cares about the little things. And I don't think he does personally. Like, uh oh. I I just don't. Like, do, do I think that God cares? about whether or not, um, you know, I don't know, like if if we're going to be able to buy tires. Like, sure, but he's also given me a brain and the ability to save for stuff as well. And c- could miraculously he provide that way? Absolutely. But like, I I just think... Sometimes we think that God cares about the exact same things that we care about. And when they don't get answered, the stuff that we care about doesn't get answered. We're like, well, he doesn't care. Well, no, that's not true. So you've
1: probably stirred up a few people already. Sure. Right. Because, you know, when the Bible talks about the birds of the air Sure. And in caring He'll about- He'll take care of you. Yeah, right? He'll Absolutely. take care of you. So if your need is a certain need- Absolutely. Right? So the, interestingly enough, that you said tires. Because there was a bunch of years ago when we were living in Ontario that Tegan and I, we needed four new tires sure. for our Volkswagen. And it was really bad. They were very bald. It was yeah. bad. Like we were, we were in desperate- Times And we could not, you know, early in ministry and early in our marriage and life, yep. we couldn't afford new tires. So on the way up to Ottawa Valley Camp, we prayed. I'm like, God, somehow, some yeah. way we need tires. When we got to the camp, someone handed us a check before the camp even started Yep, for almost the exact amount for the tires. So, yes, a need. Yes. So I hear what you're saying where we're sometimes we're praying for things that are so... How do you put it? They're not unimportant. I, okay, maybe they're unimportant. They are unimportant. Okay,
0: if like, yeah. like, if you need tires, like need them, because you're going to die, <laughs> okay, fine, right? Like, if you don't have the money and whatever else, like, yes, God steps into those moments and helps. Like, the whole idea of God being a good father, yes. Sure. Right? Like, okay, you need it. Yeah, fine. Like, that, you're going to die otherwise. But there I think it comes relative to a time in life and season and where he's kind of put you in uh you know the the space that you've put you in where now it's like okay well listen i've given you a job that's made you enough money to actually buy the tires, just go buy the stupid tires
1: right that that comes back down to more, not prayer but uh proper financial management but, and
0: good stewards of, of the stuff that God's given us totally to use, right and but, so but I think in prayer that's where you capture the heart of God for that stuff sure it's like okay like I'm not gonna make a big deal out of this because ultimately like I've spent time praying give me this day my daily bread he's not only given me my daily bread was giving me a job that I can right. go and buy tires with so right. like that's cool so so I think like there's there's prayer that is immature that people never grow out of
1: oh i i agree with that and and yet i still have those moments every once in a while we all do right every once in a while i'll throw something out in prayer and you know what every once in a while god what does tegan say gives me a god wink yes like every once in a while i was like hey listen i'm still here i still care this one's a little out of left field but sure i'll
0: indulge you Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> right? Every once in a while. We do like if if good parent like how many times in, the, in in the text Jesus actually says if a good parent gives their kids good things how much more right. then yeah. how much more. So obviously like that's where I'm talking about like the we pray for things that's like do we ac- my things do we actually know God? And and I think that's the issue around it, right? Like yeah. do people pray? No. And then they get upset when the God that they think they know doesn't do exactly what it is that they want him to right. do. Right. It's the
1: difference between like my son coming to ask me for something and my neighbor, my neighbor's kid coming to ask me for something. My response to them gonna are going to be very different.
0: Exactly. And, and that's where like, yes, I'm tracking with you on the look. I don't think people pray. And the fruit of it is people don't actually know who God is. Nice. So when they actually try to get to know him, or they make a lot of assumptions about his character that are probably not even true because they're just ass- assuming, then they get upset.
1: Yeah, and I and I think I we we need to put a we need to put a, a clarity in here, and I'm 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 talking about intentionally going after God in prayer. Yeah like spending time daily every other day actually communicating talking to God not not making demands no. not a shopping list i'm saying intentionally because i do think that there and you know we were talking about this earlier too i do think that there is moments throughout the day where i think on God yes i have little prayers sure little god moments even all those kind of things yeah but i think those are different that's a different sort of type of prayer where i don't think one can sustain themselves um in that type of prayer life versus actually intentionally setting a time setting aside time to go after be intentional like focus turn things up um tune tune things out and and the reality is it's it's hard it's yeah. hard work to pray, like real prayer yes. is hard work. The disciples fell asleep
0: yeah but but I mean, yes, fell asleep um but I think again, if we're going back to this whole w w j d thing, Jesus actually takes time to stop and to go find a place to pray all the time. So that's the example. Yes. Like, that's the ultimate. Okay,
1: so... The superlative
0: example. So, superlative. Expeditious. i like. like... I don't know what that one is. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Expialidocious. Ah. Mm. Um, so, so you have this ultimate example of Jesus who goes and spends time to refresh himself, to actually get grounded, rooted, <laughs> anchored in, in 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 you know, in in his father, which which is great. Yeah. Um I think the kickback I would have on it is we have made it into a patterned reality that is not actually found in the biblical text.
1: As in like Read your Bible, pray every day type of thing.
0: I mean like Jesus spending 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of hardcore, like uh, today, this is my devotional time. I'm gonna spend it doing this, right? Like, right. Um, are there moments where Jesus gets away to refresh himself? Yes, but lots of times you'll actually see that in, you know, a span of a few days. Uh, comparatively, like, and yeah. again, it, those are all assumptions because nobody actually knows the exact timeline of from one time of prayer to the next, like right. the exact sure. moment. And
1: at the same time, it, probably not every prayer moment was um, authored by, probably, but, right? Like not every time did Jesus go no. pray, did Mar- Mark go, okay, well, he went on, you know, on Tuesday at night, but I look at it this way. And I agree with you. I don't think that there is an allotted time that makes you a good Christian sure. versus a bad Christian. Okay? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. No. I think the, the word is intentional. Yeah. And um, there is a lot of happenstance prayer. There's a lot of unintentional prayer. There's mm-hmm. a lot of desperate prayer. There's a lot of mealtime prayers. Yes. Um, but the intentional is what's important here. So I look at it in the same way as a relationship. Okay. Okay? I'm married. I have a lovely wife, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there are times where throughout the craziness, busyness of our day, there's been happenstance conversations, um, shoom, shoom, you know, yeah, crossing, yeah. hey, how you doing? What's good. going on? How Your you butt doing? looks okay. good. Let's yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I got to take the kids out. Okay. Yeah. But then there are other times where you're really intentional about conversation, Yeah, about spending time with that person, about yes. developing that relationship. And truthfully, if that doesn't happen more often than not, the relationship becomes complicated because yeah, one i mean not that Jesus is a um you know a jealous- i mean he's a jealous God, but not that way where he's like, yeah, you know, he's not going to get angry at you for not spending time with him no so, but
0: but I hear what you're saying so
1: it's this, so it's this idea of. Putting in the effort, putting in the time. Now, if it's five or 10 or 20 or five hours, I don't care. Yes. It, it doesn't matter. It's the intentionality of it.
0: Yeah. But again, in that scenario, the crazy thing is that if you don't spend time with Tegan or I don't spend time with Carrie, like in a busy season where you're just kind of passing each other, hey, how's it going? Nice butt. Like, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um really at the end of the day, like there's a distancing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and what's crazy about the, our relationship with God is prayer is actually about us feeling that distance less because God's always there, right? He, he's the same. Like, it's not like he's like, "Eh, come spend time with me. I need you come snuggle or, we you know, whatever. Right.
1: We're, we're the ones creating the distance the less prayer, we pray.
0: Prayer is more about us than it is even about God.
1: Yeah. Like, we're not praying to, you know, there's all these Greek mythology movies yeah. and all those that are, like, you're praying to appease the gods. Totally. That, that is not the case here. No. But and I, he doesn't need it. No, he doesn't. But I think what happens in human nature yeah, is, like everything else, the the less you do something, mm-hmm. the easier it is for you not to do that totally again. And we're seeing it coming out of a pandemic, or you know, in the pandemic, people not going to church. Yeah, and it's easy for them not to go back to church. If you if you do not have intentional times to engage with God, like strategic times, intentional times, whatever, whatever whenever that looks like, yeah. it's very easy now to go. 1 week, 2 weeks, 3 weeks where where those prayer times are really just happenstance. Yeah. They're just um by necessity, they're by, you know what I'm saying? And then I honestly believe in my heart that that's how we get into the grocery shopping list of prayers. Yes. When we stop getting when the distance is so far that he becomes a vending machine, yeah, versus a personal relationship. Yeah,
0: and and that's where I think people struggle because they don't I think a lot of people don't even realize that's where they've gotten they're just like you know what like I I do my thing I pray I I'm doing life and then when difficulties come or the things that they expected to happen don't happen they get really jaded really quickly because they're like, well, where's God in all of this? Yeah. Well, you haven't, you haven't spent any time with him. Well, you haven't even brought him into it. You haven't, you have, he has, he, he's, it's been a long time yeah. since you've actually sat down. I started really hard there. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah. It's like I had a seizure. Um you haven't even bothered to spend any time with him, and so you finally get to these points where you're in desperate need, but the distance has been so far that you're you're trying to to bridge the gap, and God's like, "I'm here, like you're yeah. the ones having the problem, yeah, yeah, and, and it's interesting too, because
1: like as a pastor, when i you know we don't counsel anymore, but we coach or we we give spiritual you know sure advice i'll ask somebody you know they'll they'll be telling me their their big struggles the stuff they're you know whatever they're going through yeah and one of the first things i'll say is well have you have you prayed about it and the look on people's face is like well, can well because they've read every Henry Cloud book there is on the planet, or they've they've read every devotional, they've listened to every sermon. Yes, they've gone to all the other resources except the greatest resource. Well, Jesus. So one one of my favorite.
0: <laughs> uh, one of my favorite um, stories in the Bible, and this is actually a guy named Jeff Hillier that preached this one, one time. It caught me cause I because I, I well one. He's, he's, a. am just joking, Jeff. You're just a mediocre preacher. No, I love you. I love you. I love you, wow. Jeff. I love you. You're wow. above, you're above average. You're above average. Okay.
1: <laughs> that's even.
0: Okay. That's exaggerating, but you're okay. You're, 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 you're more than a, a decent. Just
1: leave it up okay. to Josh to
0: shout out preachers. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Love you, Jeff. So he preached one time and it stuck with me. This is how good he is. Um, about the demoniac man in uh, in the Bible, so if you don't know the story it's it's pretty incredible. there's this guy who's demon possessed with several demons inside of him. whoa and he lives in a um, a cemetery and he's cutting himself, he's getting all nuts and the the local town people are like well this guy's insane like who is this guy? We're gonna chain him up <laughs> like like why <laughs> like first of all, like who, who, who got that job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: hey, hey, go talk to him. Yeah, and <laughs> or go try to chain that crazy guy up
0: in the cemetery. Here, here are these chains. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Um, <laughs> so first of all, that's crazy. So so they do. They chain him up, but he's he's overcome. You know, by this demonic. Power that he breaks chains and gets nuts, and not the good break every chain kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like yeah. that song. Okay, if you're not a Christian, you don't get it, so that's fine. But um, but then Jesus steps onto the scene. Here's this guy who's completely possessed, comes and finds him, starts mout- like mouthing off to him, and she's like, "I'm done with you. Like, get out." And the demons get out. And they go and jump into some pigs and drown themselves. Jump off a cliff and drown themselves. He like, 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 it's crazy. It's a crazy story. Yeah. But Hillier one time, he, he said, you know, we so often try to actually overcome um, supernatural problems with natural solutions. Yeah. He said what we need are supernatural uh, solutions for supernatural problems.
1: Right, we need his super on our natural. Oh, but <laughs>
0: I don't even know where to go with that one. But, but, but I mean, the idea is. Yeah, no, it's we're, we're constantly trying to right, like to your point. Oh, you know, I want to overcome this thing in my life. Cool. Have you prayed about it? Mm-hmm no, but I read a John Maxwell book one time, or Max Licato wrote something, or, you know, a, like I watched a podcast pastor do something. Like, oh, cool. Well, Mark Clark said, or, um, uh, you know, uh, Greg Groschell said, or uh, did I call him Gross? I called him Groschel. Oh, yeah, sure. Anyway, um, big, I, big I li- arms. You're big arms. Like, uh, I listened to the guy with, you know, Tourette's or whatever like I people go on and on and on about who they listen to yeah and then at the end of it the question still is okay but have you actually talked to God about this yeah and that's what you know I I think it
1: was oh I can't remember the preacher who said this so I apologize but they basically talked about That the more they have to do in a day, the more they have, the more struggles they have, the more they spend time in prayer. Mm. But what the average person does is, the more the struggle, the more the the frustration, the whatever is, the the further they get away from prayer. Oh yeah, and the more they try to self solve, you know, self help, self help, right? They try to solve their own problems. Yes. whether it's financial or marriage or... And, and all those external resources aren't bad. They're no. not... They can be very helpful. But when you have the greatest resource and you don't go to him first, yeah, it's mind-boggling. And for me, yeah. like... Now, it might be easy for me because I really do believe that I have... Well, one of my spiritual gifts i think is faith so it's mm. not hard for me to believe that god is going to do some sure. crazy stuff sure and truthfully in my life god has done some crazy stuff yes and and you can you can attest to that can you've attest. seen stuff I've that's seen. happened witness and so and, and a lot of that is through, i believe my my prayer life yeah and i know for a fact that when my prayer life isn't where I believe personally where I, my prayer life should be that I see it in the fruit in other areas. Sure. And when my prayer life is good for me, I also see the fruit in other areas. And, and so I'm not, I'm not here to dictate what your level is or what your gauge is or what your, but I think, you know, in your heart of hearts deep down if you can answer the question am i really praying y-
0: yes like i am so done with people walking around acting like they're better than they are and people delusional to think that everything's fine like it's tr- it, i like i'm literally done especially when you're looking at like social media and all that other stuff like people think that they're either super important when they're not or that they have stuff figured out when they absolutely don't, or they're at another point where they're like, you know what? Like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm not perfect. Only God can judge me. Like those are all excuses and it's so annoying because I just wish at some point people would do exactly what you're saying. Like just take account of what's going on and like actually just answer the question. Right. For themselves, like, are you praying? Yes or no, and like all the justifications around it. Okay, well, finally, like oh, you- well, we we can justify ourselves
1: out of anything. Yes, right. But it, it it it's an interesting topic because, as a Christian, as someone who believes in God, would you not think that that would be the primary? thing that we should do and we we do is talk yes. to God. We we have access. You talked about it in our in our message on Sunday about a bridge that was created by yeah. the Holy Spirit. So we have this access. And it's like we just we have access to the vault in the bank and we almost rarely go into the vault. No, you would re- you
0: would rather read the crazy person's account of going to the vault. Yes. <laughs>
1: Like that's what that's what we're it's, doing. You'd rather stand outside the bank and have the guy sitting outside the bank.
0: I went to tell, the vault one time. <laughs> tell you about the vault. You did. You went to the vault. Tell me about the vault. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful in there. There's money everywhere. Really? How do I get there? You just, you just go around the corner just over here. Walk in the door. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Because there might be something when I when I went to the vault, there was something in my way. It was a security guard. Right. Like, oh, good. Like. Stop it. Right. Like, just literally go to God for your darn self. Like, I, it, that's where I'm at with it. Because at, at, at this point, I'm watching people that I thought were um, had a semblance of just, like, common sense go off the rails because they're literally taking the time to read what everyone else is saying about God or assuming certain things, or buying into stuff that they just don't need to buy into, and they haven't even bothered actually going to God themselves about this thing. Yeah. You know? Like, to me, that's ultimately the thing that is going to really really kill somebody's spirituality. Well,
1: I mean, that's a whole other debate on Christians saying and doing things they believe to be true that they've not gone to the Bible for, and they've not gone to Jesus for, God for, and they're not, that it's not true, but they somehow, because they've gone to all those other resources, yes, think that they've now got a, a gold stamp from Jesus. And, and they just believe it. And they believe it, and there's no backing for it. Now, that's a little off topic. Um, is it we, though?
0: Well, it, it is. Is it? The... <laughs> because at the end of it, if you're actually spending time with God, you're going to figure out some things pretty quickly about like, you know what, this is probably me just being an idiot. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, you're, you're right to the extent that when we spend time with God, certain worries and frustrations don't matter anymore. When we spend time in, with God in prayer... Certain things fall off, certain attitudes go away, yeah. Um, and we're changed, and so you're right. If we did spend the time with God, and again, caveat that time is really between you and God to figure out
0: how you, you feel. You keep making a caveat, but like you said at the start, prayer. The proof of it is the fruit of your life. Sure, you're right. Okay, so there are a lot of angry Christians posting a lot of crazy stuff on social media and just saying the craziest things all the time. That's not fruit,
1: right? And there's a lot of sad Christians with no joy and, and that's no not peace fruit, and that's not Yeah, yeah so it, it, it is a struggle, and that's why I go back to the 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 front end of this conversation, which is. I think people pray through happenstance, Mm -hmm. through routine, through religion, through, you know, prayer times at church. Convenience. Convenience when it's, you know, whatever. But the intentional spending time with God, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a part of everybody's
0: life. And do you really think it's a, I don't know how to do it? Like, do you really think it's a, I I have no idea. I think that is
1: a hurdle. Sure. For a season. Yeah. So new Christians, sure. Um young like even my 9-year-old. Yeah. Well, Dad, I don't really know what to say. Well, just say whatever you want to God. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's his prayer. Sure. Right? Um so then uh, and I think there's a certain amount of grace that we give to, to that, sure. th- that group of people. Yeah. But I think you and I both know we're not talking about that have, group of people.
0: Have, in your opinion, have we babied people far too long in this area?
1: I think church has become somewhat consumeristic. and entertaining and henceforth we've done I've said henceforth again yeah twice in two podcasts Uh, I think what's ended up happening is that we've done the the heavy lifting we've the clergy who's the clergy yeah um maybe some super strong Christian volunteers have done the heavy lifting for the majority yeah and it, it, it's been kind of like, well, I did my Sunday service yeah. or check. We prayed. The check. pastor prayed the and pastor I joined prayed. them. Yeah. Check. Um, we sang three worship songs or four or five check. Yeah. And we kind of go on with our lives and the idea of this personal relationship, this, this daily feeding yourself mm-hmm. Paul says I die to myself daily. Yeah. This daily thing, uh, called, Faith
0: is not so daily. Well, I mean, proof in the pudding, I sent you an article I think yesterday about like the decline of um, medium to smaller churches in in America. Yeah. And if that's America, well, that's happened in Canada 10 years ago. Like like, we're always ahead of the curve. Europe, Canada, like any kind of um, Commonwealth country, and then the US at some point, right? Mm -hmm. So- Or Western Commonwealth. So really, like when we're looking at those kinds of things, like church is really not, like as much as church is good because people gather together and they talk and they, you know, celebrate something together, I think ultimately that's not what's going to actually grow your relationship with God. Like at at the end of the day, when you're standing in front, like when you're standing in front of God and later parts of Matthew, Jesus actually says like, well, you did all these things in my name, but yeah, I don't I, know. You. I don't know. I don't know who you are. Yeah. At that point, it's not as a cooperative or as a collective or as a community that that happens. That's on an individual level that he's actually talking to people, right? Like the same way that I tell married couples look like you're responsible for you. They're responsible for them. At the end of the day, like Jesus is going to bring you together and be like, how did you guys do together? It's going to be, what did you do individually? And I think the same thing is true when it comes to prayer. Is at the end, God's not going to be like, well, you joined the pastor while he was praying. (laughs) Good job. Wow. (laughs) That was great. It's going to be like, well, you had all of the, like, you literally had a line direct to me. So why didn't you use it? Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, all of that's true.
1: And yet in our humanistic life, yeah, I can see how easy it is to go through seasons of yes. not praying. Totally. And to go through times of not spending, to, to not spend any time in prayer or to go to God when, when times get tough, but to pull away. And so I'm not saying that we have, like you and me have the answer. No. The answer is... Is Jesus like it's the Sunday school answer? Yes, Jesus. Right. It's just trying to figure out what what we have to do, and I think it comes back to to tie it all back together. Ready? Got it. Being intentional, making making the choice, the choice to be intentional. Yeah. Put it. I put everything in my phone now. Yeah. On my calendar. Um. Because I'm old and I don't always remember now. Yes. And so sometimes I have to put things in to just remind me. Yep. I have the Bible app and the Bible app reminds me every day yep. hey, hey, you, you. Do it. Come read something. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for the reminder. But it's being intentional because my natural self will not do so many things that I'm supposed to do if I'm not intentional about it.
0: Agreed. I'm the same way. I have to actually put my phone away because I get so distracted. Um, So if I'm going to pray, it's either intentionally putting away something and picking up like an old Bible of mine Mm. so that I can actually take the time to read it, like physically read it. Yeah. And, I can think about what I just read. Statistically
1: speaking, that makes you 13% more spiritual. Wow. When you
0: read your... Uh, Did you do a survey?
1: No, I just made that up. Okay. You know, 47% of
0: people know statistics are made up. I thought it was 98%. Really. Well, I, I don't know. Anyway. But yes. I, so I think everyone's going to be different on it. Yep. And that's, and that's the thing, right? Like I think a lot of times people are looking for like a, a silver bullet. There's literally no silver bullet. You just got to do it. Is, right? It's like losing weight. Is there a silver bullet? No. Literally, just eat correctly and exercise. If you do those two things,
1: you'll be all right. Right. It's kind of like the opposite for spiritual things. If you just read your Bible and pray.
0: (gasps) You'll be all right. You'll be all right. And I think it's that simple, but people don't like simple because it's like, oh, I I can't get to the next heaven or the next level or oh. I want gold teeth or oh. i like, who knows what I want? Like, I, I don't know. People overcomplicate it. Sure. Just be intentional. Be intentional. That's a great conversation.
1: Yeah. I'm glad, um, I'm glad you came here tonight. There are, out.
0: there are a few, there are a few moments tonight where your eyes started twitching. Um, we'll talk about that in staff meeting later. Oh, Okay.